What's up? Top, 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 go, my man. That's the Southwest Philly, Florida, man. Shout out to my cousin Burn. Shout out to my mom. Be away, all y'all, man. We out here, Southwest. The Southwest Philly, Florida. Tony fans, welcome to another episode of the Gold Standard, episode 71. We're back from hiatus, right? Yeah, yep. you know what's going, you know what's coming. The hiatus boys. We're back. Um, yeah, we didn't think we'd pot again for a while, but, uh, you know, we thought we'd have to, you know, get out of here, you know, a little out of retirement here. The boys are playing well, three yep. in a row. Including, you know, today's, you know, thomping against Rhode Island. So we'll be talking about that. It's exciting. You're probably happy to hear our voices. People are wondering what happened to us, but uh, you know, we're here. Um, you know, also talk about, you know, the race because LaSalle, you know, they're you know, they're they're making some noise. Maybe they could get a first round a buy. Is that possible? Maybe. Uh so so we'll mention that a little bit later. That's a little, little tease. Um, also talk about, you know, the, the past, you know, three game winning streak, like I said before, as well as the upcoming week, you know, big games up against Duquesne at Duquesne and versus GW, the last game at Tom Gold Arena. So, I mean, it's going to be bittersweet for us. Yeah. Um, you know, Dennis and I, I don't know how many games we've seen there and how much time and all the memories. So that'll be bittersweet for us. Um, so yeah, anything else or you ready to get started? I mean, I felt like one of the reasons we may not have potted in a while is because of the team performance, right? It felt like they were sleepwalking and now that they've won three in a row, I feel like we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have, uh, taken a hiatus. I felt like we should have kept potting and believing because Fran Dunphy's our head coach, right? So I'm like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like I gotta, I can, I should never let my guard down. We got to be like, we got to be out there still. You know what I mean? And then look, yeah. look at them. They got three, three wins in a row. They're playing their best ball of the season. And uh, we got to, we got to get back in, into it, man. This season isn't over yet. No, it's not over. It's not over. There's more basketball to play. Um, You know, after that fifth loss um, in a row to Davidson at Davidson, it really looked like, you, you know, like you were saying they kind of, you know, packed it in. Um, you know, they didn't look too well. It was kind of like, oh, like, here we go. I think they were 2-10 at that point in conference. Like, oh, you know, they'd be lucky to win another one. And then it's like, eh, you know, throw it out. And then one three in a row. It's like, you know, we had uh, Tom Gold 2.0 on earlier. We were saying, like, you know, 10-8 and eight in the conference play. You know, shred it up. But at the same time, you know, 2-10, and now they're done. And, you know, they're doing it, you know, their way. Um, so... We could go, you know, in the game by game, um, you know, talk about each game individually, but um, we can also kind of talk about some of the themes that have kind of stick stuck out to me. So in these three wins, I mean, I guess we can, you know, I guess we'll start with the games, then we can kind of recap and kind of talk about the themes. So the 82-81 win against UMass, you know, on paper, you know, UMass beat us pretty good at their place, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're paced by Cross and Cohen, who combined for 36 points. Um, you know, but the three-point ball has been huge, compl- huge in these yes. victories. It was huge against UMass, shooting 9 of 21. I mean, and the emergence, you know, of Deshaun Shepard has been, you know, has been astronomical. I mean, his energy becoming that third guy, it just, you know, it's been great. It's been something I needed all year. Yep. And, you know, he's come to the plate and he's, I mean, he's been more than they can ever ask for. I know in the beginning of the year we said the X Factor and it's kind of kind of shows. Oh, yeah. Definitely X, X Factor. He plays every position. And we were just waiting for him for the shots to fall. People were, people, I guess people were treating him like a three point shooter and he just wasn't hitting. And yeah. now it seems like they have to respect his shooting ability. And that, that frees up his whole game because he can drive to the hoop really easily. Yeah. I mean, in that first half, I guess I'm still talking about UMass. And, you know, he had four, he had 19 points in that first half. And like his scoring's in like a microwave. Like it comes, all, it can come a lot at once. Like, or like I think he shot, he made four threes. Uh, against UMass, I think four of eight, I believe, or maybe that was four of eight against Bonaventure. But I mean, him, it's just another, it's so, you know, dynamic. And, you know, his dunking is, um, is you know, oh, so yeah. thrilling to get him going. It just, I feel like, energizes the team. You see, you know, how involved the bench gets and, you know, it excites the crowd. I mean, it's just, he's such a joy um, when he's able to do that. It brings, you know, just another dimension for the, for the explorers. Yeah, usually he's in the corner, um, yeah. awaiting the the alley oop. Um, I feel like a majority of his threes are corner threes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do feel like he shoots a lot of corner threes. Um, yeah, no, he does. No, he, I, I, I think like that's his thing. Shoot, I feel like he's been shooting more from like the the side ones, but I feel you're. I'm, yeah, I, I agree with you. He's always there. That's you'll find Deshaun. If you could close your eyes and envision a court at any given time, Deshaun Shepard is in the corner. He's he's always in the corner ready. He's like lurking. He like but, likes to be like lurking. Mm-hmm. And then of all of a sudden he's a big part of a play and he yeah. makes like a key play. Um I see that every time he comes down the court. It's just like and and that that it was really nice cuz when he penetrates, if he yes. if he's if he's looking yes, to yes, pretend, yes. even just to pretend to alley-oop, if he's cutting, that's going to open up a whole like part of the floor where he was. Like people will be able to move around when he cuts like he, he i feel like he and he can initiate a lot of movement on the, for the whole team like you you've seen him i feel like he can cut really well yeah. like better than anybody else on the team and when he is that explosive and moves that quickly to the rim it makes the defense have to like switch or um overcompensate and it frees up a lot of other action for the rest of the guys so even if Desha- yeah. Desha- deshaun get doesn't get the ball like even if he doesn't touch the ball it's it's huge the way he like makes people worry about him right he's always a threat and that's that's that changes the dynamic of the game for sure yeah it does seem like you know they changed what they're doing after davidson and i was kind of caught off guard by it but i mean it's been you know a game changer in these you know i mean against umass in the first half Mm -hmm. i mean you know in that game specifically i guess before i I just want to talk about umass then well i guess we'll go game by game and then we can talk about themes just the um you know, keep it on schedule. Yeah. You know, they had five guys in double figures. I mean, just having that kind of um, scoring depth, Yeah, you know, ha- is huge. It's huge. Um, you know, it was getting dicey in that game. They're up 18 in the second half. The most blew it. But, you know, they were able to you know, put in the win column. 
and you'll get that first win. And like after that, it's like, oh, you know, they had that big, you know, or after that, it's like, oh, Bonaventure, are they going to, you know, blow another lead? Are they going to go back to, you know, same old LaSalle? Yeah, they're good. Bonaventure's good. Much, yeah. I would say they're better than UMass. But the thing is with Bonaventure, they're so inconsistent. It's crazy. It's like they're so up and down. They'll win by 20 and then they'll lose games like that. Like they could yeah. be. And this game, you know, Little Bon X was there. You know, we showed him the pool. Um, you know, he kept saying it was a trap game. He was worried about how the team would respond to playing a Tom Goal Arena. You know, the energy, not, you know, it's not the Rally Center. No, nope. you know, it's a Wednesday night in February in Philadelphia. The perfect trap game. Yes. Yeah. The perfect. And trap. it's what it was. I mean, Chad Venning was good and Lewis Flowers had some shot, but their guards were not their guards. Adams Woods wasn't that good. You know, he wasn't, you know, up to his standard. Um, Pride wasn't up to his standard. So Banks didn't play like three of nine. And, you know, LaSalle shot, you know, 10 of 24 from three. You know, Shep had 23. You know, yep. Rick is 15. Tunde, I mean, Tunde's emerging, you know, hit that three. And, uh, you know, he can penetrate to the rim. I mean, he's been, you know, special. Yeah. And, you know, being able to, you know, out-rebound Bonaventure. I mean, they out-rebounded UMass, I should have mentioned before, which was huge because in the previous game, they got out-rebounded by 13. So I didn't even realize that. Like, they yeah. out-rebounded UMass? I feel like they had, yeah. they had much more size than us. They, they do. But I guess, like, having that starting lineup and, I guess, taking out, I guess, Gill and putting him off the bench, bringing energy off the bench, I guess gives them more size. You know what I mean? Because they're usually so... You know, with the three guards at six three and under the star. I mean, that's I feel like that's been huge to be able to, you know, get energy off the bench, but then you know have some size to start off with. And I feel like that's an advantage, and it's kind of you know shown here uh, recently. Do you think the absence of what was Cross in? Like he's Cross he's, was back, but he was banged up for a while. But he, he, I think he was, he was back against LaSalle. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say I think he, he had. Go ahead. I was going to say he was injured. Did you yeah. notice any kind of like like he wasn't himself? at all or was no, he, he was like him cohen had like 36 and they were like six of 10 like six of six and 10 six of 11 like or, yeah yeah like they're both like very very good yeah um but like diggins uh kind of struggled i think he was like four or 16 yeah i know him and deshaun were talking to each other as yeah Shep was probably happy yeah maybe that what it was like maybe that started it like he was like oh you know rasul got me on the first one i'm gonna yep. get him this one and then maybe it's like carried through with the momentum that's a great theory. That could have been. I, don't know. I, I could. I could throw out a lot of theories. You think so? Don't give me that. Could have been the moment when Deshaun decided to it say, "Like, f it, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna turn up." Yeah, that could have been it. It could have been. We could. We could thank Razul maybe. His, I don't know. Maybe Wood people uphill from high school were showing up from like Wood or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it was the Wood connection that got uh, got him going. Perhaps yeah. I'm gonna one up Rasul, but um, yeah, I don't know. And then you know today's win against URI, you know, coming into the game, Jaden House and Jalen Green, or Jaden House and David Green averaged around 29 points per game, and they were shut out in the first half. Two big that's, zeros. That's crazy. Which is, yeah, absolutely crazy. I think they finished like 8.7 points, but to have them zero off, I huge. mean, it's just like weird because, I mean, I guess Venning for Bonaventure, you know, he was well, but like you didn't, th those guard, a lot of their guards is like, who's the leading scorer for Rhode Island? Like, who's their second guard? Who's the, uh, like, number two scorer for Bonaventure? It's like they were stifled. You couldn't tell. You know what I mean? You felt yeah. like that today. It's like, who, like, who's the who's good for Rhode Island? 
Yeah. Who's supposed to be good? Like, where's the guy that's going to lead this team? We didn't see it at all for Rhode Island. They were absolutely, once again, sleepwalking through it. And, and like, LaSalle never looked back, which is a difference between, you know, the UMass game or... Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, on, like, you know, I, I wasn't at blue and gold either game. Like, were John Cox's keys the game for, like, you know, let Benning get his, but, like, you know, we're going to shut down the guards. Or, like, <laughs> for today for Rhode Island, you know, shut down... You know, green and house. Like, was that on the key to the game? Because if that was, that was excellent game plan. But um, I, I mean, the, that was great. I mean, oh, yeah. the defense has been you know really good in the last two games, and the three point shooting you know has been you know just outstanding, outstanding. Yeah. Archie had um, some choice words in the post game, which is funny because like he's zero and five in that building. It's definitely wearing him thin. Like, he, what did like, he say they, in the post game? They could. He was like he just felt. He just seemed like he was like blaming everyone like he was like the team wasn't ready wow. like nobody was ready nobody was prepared right off the bat like i i'm not i'm not i'm just paraphrasing like mm -hmm. i don't even think he said it exactly like that but he he was definitely like through his team like uh, not under the bus but he was like they did not come to play today so he, which was he, true he threw the team under the bus he didn't take responsibility i don't think he did that's wow. that's that's wow. my interpretation of it like it seemed like he which I, I think he's done that in the past. I think yeah, that's not that the first time. Um, and I agree with him, honestly. I do feel like the Rhode Island was not Rhode Island today. They were, yeah. they were, I, I would They're say, very up and yeah, it was a great win for LaSalle. <clears throat> there was no run for Rhodey. There was nothing. No, like there was like times it's like when they got, they cut it like a little bit, but then like mm. we just, you know, kicked in the high gear. Yeah. Maybe got like, it was like 14. I think at halftime we were up, but. Maybe the times they kind of creeped, but like we yeah. just killed any chance of momentum. I could tell Archie was pissed because he's usually pretty animated and he was pretty quiet today. Would he, you agree? Like, you could, I was gonna think about your spot on. He was very subdued. Like, I didn't see him running on the court he like was he was fuming. for that one, like, dating game. Or, like, I feel like he's always on the court like Travi. Yeah. But, like, he's he angry. was not. He was yeah. like, it looked like he was like crawling on the floor. He has yes. like two legs on the court, like, two. He was like, I don't know what he was doing. He wasn't that wasn't himself. And that's probably no. because he was internalizing all of his anger towards Maybe. the team because they didn't they didn't put up a good showing. He was he something was up with him. And uh yeah, I, I think he wanted to say more in that press conference that like post game interview with uh I think it was Rody Rampage posted it. Okay. I okay. think that's the account. Shout out Rody Rampage. He he posted okay. the interview a post game and, and it seemed like Archie was very, very, very upset and not himself. Yeah. Um, I mean that's the goal, like, baby. That's the goal. Yeah. I mean, they looked really good today. Brantley, 22. You know, Rokas really stepping up. I, was that a career high? 20 points for Rokas? 22. I thought he got 22. And I do think 20. that's a career high. Brantley, I think it was just 20. Oh, it was just 20? I thought, yeah, I thought, LaSalle, I thought the LaSalle account or, posted did I say 22. 22? Um, I don't know about you. But I, um, regardless, that yeah. felt like a career high. I mean, he I think he so. did I'll a lot. I think 20 points before. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he had four blocks. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's Shep. I mean, Shep had 13 points. It's like he thought he probably had more than that. You know, 13 points, That's eight it? rebounds. And some oh. of, I thought you probably, I thought he had more points. I thought Burkett's had more points than 11, too. Yeah. Um, It's just, like, weird. Like, it's like, oh, Brantley had 22, but, like, Burkett's only 11. Like, it's weird. It's like, I didn't think Brantley had that much. But um, it's, cra it's crazy when, you know, you look, you're so into the game and you don't look at the stats and then you look at it after and it's like, whoa, you didn't realize that. Um, yeah. No, for real. But those, they, I think they had six blocks between Rokas and Shep. And, you know, Burkus had some sick passes. That, I forget that one who didn't finish. It was Rokas. Like, that one where he, like, flipped it. That was sick. But Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, some of the dunks 
were sick. You're right. He had 20. Brantley had 22. Um, I'd have to check if that's a career high, but yeah. I mean, to to talk about this team, it's just amazing, dude. I'm I was yeah, thrilled by fun. it today. I wasn't I wasn't at the past two games, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to be a bad luck charm for home games. I'm I'm a bad luck charm for away <laughs> games. I was worried it was going to be a bad luck charm for home games, and that was just eliminated. That was like, nope, this team can play with me in attendance, and all's well, all's yeah. well. I was even featured in a, yeah. in a highlight reel dunk from. Deshaun Shepard, that the oh, cameraman shit. was right behind me somehow yeah, and he got yeah. me going, you know, raise the roof. Um, pump it up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know, pump <laughs> it up. That's probably um, what was playing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was on video there. So yeah, that's, that was like, I was like, all right, we're back. This is almost March. And they're yeah. playing like it's almost March. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to me. It's like you're, you're, they're playing as well as you want them to play at this time of year, which is so cool to see. They're, you know, shooting, you know, 43.7% from three of the last three games, which is like an, like averaging 10 threes per game, which is huge. Averaging like 79 points per game and allowing like 67 points per game to the three. I mean, obviously the outlier is the UMass game, which is the one point victory. And, you know, most of the, you know, the margin is coming from the other two games. But it's like it should have been if they didn't blow that lead, you know, yeah. the numbers even look better. But, uh, you know, we'll take it. And, you know, it's just so exciting to see, you know, we thought we were dead now, you know, we got a, like glimmer of hope. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's just, yeah, it's really cool to see. No one wants to face us in the A-10 tournament. I'm sure of that. Like, I'm positive of that because they saw what happened last year. Rody lost to us. Um, yeah. We beat and Duquesne mm-hmm. and gave Fordham a, a tough time. So, like, in front of a home crowd. So, I know that this team will be ready to fight. Yeah, and those guys have been there. Like, the leaders, you know, they were all there last year. Oh, yeah. They know what it's like. They know what it's like. Not to skip ahead, but the dramas are on Duquesne now. Mm -hmm. And, like, (laughs) do you think that helps LaSalle? Because we know them so well. Like about Duquesne? Yeah, Brickus might go off. Because I remember in the past, Brickus would be, like, yelling at the drama twins. Like yeah. when, like do it, do this, do that. I remember that. So wait, like, oh, wait, I, I, wait, any, wait, before we, so I, I want to get there, but before anything else about the three game win streak, um, you know, Deshaun's been great. I feel like even Rokas, and I think in his last seven games, he's averaged only 12 points per game. And I think his average of the was like eight. So, you know, he's been a lot better. You know, he's get, he looks more confident and, you know, he's hitting a lot of those shots. You know, he has a really good touch around the rim. Yeah. He's hitting um, threes. It's like, we good. He's hitting threes. Yeah. Also, I mean, he has good range. Um, And it's like weird to see because it's a shame because Marrero's, you know, hurt. He sat out the last couple of games and it's like now their bench went from eight to seven and now they're playing better with the seven players. Um, So I don't know if that, you know, has something to do with the conditioning they're in, but, um, you know, they're playing better even though they're, you know, they're one man down and, you know, these guys are playing more minutes. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're playing better, even though they're playing more minutes. So, yeah. I mean, I gave credit to Dumpy. I know some people were down about Dumpy in the five-game win streak. Um, but uh, never be down on Dumpy. That no, should be a rule. Be He's been through this. It's just a yeah. you know, niche in the armor. However, the saying is, I definitely whatever that first word is. Um, it's just yeah. This is him. This is Dumpy. This is you know they're Dunphy. playing and tweaking and you know, what was it? A five-game losing streak? Yeah, it was five last game. year. Last year, and then they won five in a row, right? Yeah, it was like lost five, win five, lost five, and then they won this two before, you know, yeah. losing the Fordham and ending the season. Yep. 
streaky. They're streaky, um, I guess. But Dunphy is solid. We know that for a fact, and we should never doubt him. So I don't want to hear any slander about Dunphy. This man yeah, has been through no, it all. I mean, no, he looks. I was getting like I was getting a little worried. I was like, uh oh, you know, losing you were, five. You were I thinking like, oh, too white. hard. You were you were going to the next level. You're like, what's going to happen when Dunphy wants to leave? Da, 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 da. Not so fast. Coach, are they really in good shape? Oh, like oh my god, not so all fast. Right. That's for yeah. off season. That's for the off season. You got to jump ahead. Yeah, I was off my rocker a little bit, but um, it happens. Um, but um, I feel like okay. I feel like we pretty much wrap it up and talk about that. Yeah, unless there's anything else that we talked about. No, the team's hot. The, the team's you know, it's hot. cool having the blackout. Today, yeah, the blackout in USA. Oh yeah, we could talk about the the game day experience. That's like a whole other topic because I, I, like I feel like we could talk about that at length. Um, but that's a, that's another. That's I feel like that's later in the episode if people stick around. All right, all right. Um, so you know, big week coming up. To you know, when I feel like on paper, I feel like they're you know winnable games at yeah. Duquesne. They're currently ninth, so right now Duquesne would be like the last team that gets the you know single by, and they play you know after Duquesne on Saturday against GW, who right now is at the basement Bad. of the A10, fifteenth, yeah, and it'll be the last game at Gola. Um, so should be interesting. Um, so yeah, what you were saying about the drama is I feel like now we can talk about Duquesne. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I just think that Brantley and Brickus know the drama is very well. Um, and, and I think that that should be an advantage for, uh, for LaSalle. Um, the rest of the team, uh, you know, Duquesne, I, I'm sure their guards are just as good, if not better than LaSalle. I think they're like, from what I remember, they're like really good. Um, and it's in their home, home court. Um, It'll be a tough game, but I'm I'm interested to see how the dramas play. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, so I feel like the last time we played a two game, we were there. Yeah, and that's when like I think Jack Clark went off. I think Clifton had a good game from what I recall. And a lot had, of pals, like, you know, the, the Cal Beer signs going on, and uh, like, that that was a really cool time. And I think they won like pretty handily. Yes, they did. They did. Um, but that being said, yeah, like you're referring to. Um, you know, Day Day Grant, who's averaging uh, like 17 points a game, and Jimmy Clark, almost 15 a game. And it'll be interesting to see because Day Day 6'2, Jimmy 6'3. So they're a little taller than our guards, Burgess and Brantley. And Jimmy Clark is a very good defender. I think he averaged like two steals a game. So mm-hmm. I know if he's guarding like Burgess or Brantley, if he's guarding Burgess, that's going to like that's be a pretty good matchup. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And um, yeah, for the Drama Twins, Fusani I think averages seven points a game and plays like twenty-one minutes. But Hassan doesn't play as much; only averaging like three points a game and interesting, almost twelve minutes. So a little right. different from here. I think they average about like twenty-five minutes a game playing. So the roles are a little different because they got a lot of guys. Duquesne um, <laughs> sounds like the Drama should have stayed. Is yeah, what you're yeah, telling me. Yeah. We would love them. We would have. That would have been sick if we still had them. It's It'd a be lot interesting. Of, the bench It'd would be have gotten twice as big. We would have had, the bench would have been twice as big if we had yeah. the dramas. It's in, like I remember people like say that's like, but if they were here, it's like whose roles would be diminished. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you probably wouldn't see. You're right. We've yeah, got but... a lot of upperclassmen here that are going to make an impact. It yeah, 
you're right. Yeah, Jarmus would like have a, to. It's like if no, I'm saying, no, but I'm saying like if you had that, like Hyundai probably doesn't you know play as much, or you know he's not going to emerge as much, right? And then, um, you know, Zan's probably not seeing minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, obviously right. it's a, an effect, but yeah, um, no, I mean obviously it's I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but it, like, it would have been interesting to see if they you stayed. know if they kept Nickelberry. Yeah, yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, you think they have revenge on their mind? Do you think those games even come to mind? Like back in the. Do they remember that, like when we beat them handily at, at Duquesne? I don't think I mean, they do. Again, you think that resonates? Then again, I don't know, like what players on. Yeah, who's still there? Like, no, who's still there? That's what I'm saying. Who's still there for yeah. Duquesne? This feels like, like a fresh Trey matchup. Williams. I don't know. Like was Day Day there? I don't think Day Day was there. Like, I think it's his third year. I don't think it's only his second year. Like Jimmy Clark. I know. He... So I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't think. I mean, Dan Brett probably remembers. Yeah. And you know, but Dan brought, is... but then again, actually, that's a um, no. The point should be we ended their season last year. You know, well, like you know, I mean, yes. we ended their season last year, so it's like we want to beat them. If if anything, be, if, yeah, the talking point. That's definitely the yeah. talking point. You're right. You're right. Um, and this is the first time we're playing them, and it's kind of weird how we. I know we're, we'll talk about Loyola, but we're talking about these teams late in the season, so we're getting their best version. You would think, like the most, like figured out, like they've got their team. Come in as good as they can, or they're yeah. going to be pushing. Like, they're going to be pushing as hard as they can because it's almost March. So we've got the. We're going to try and we're going to get the best of Duquesne and the best of Loyola. I would imagine because it's their, you know, and we we yeah. don't we don't see them, so it it's hard to I mean, scout if you haven't played them twice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean obviously it's easier to scout because you play them twice, but um, yeah, uh, should be interesting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's a tune-in I mean, game. That's I feel a, that's like a they're big v- game. I feel like they usually have Duquesne's number. I know the first game we played them last year, they beat us pretty good. But yeah. um, I don't know. I I don't know. I like how the way they're playing, and I I don't know. I feel like I'm confident right now. I, I yeah. love the way they're playing. Yeah. Um, Fordham had their had a nice game against them. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, Fordham, Fordham beat them by like 13. Yeah, so they're gonna be pissed. Duquesne's probably gonna be pissed off. So. <laughs> and Dan Brot's gonna, yeah, I know. Dan Brot's gonna be pushing the narrative about how we ended their season last year, and it's almost March, and they're gonna give us a lot to handle. Yeah, but then Dunphy can be like, you know what, the drama's left us, and like, let's. Uh, <laughs> they have a nice arena. Let's open up a can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they have a nice arena. These, these, these yeah, that's gonna all be pampered. Us. Yeah, they're pampered. Yeah. We're we're um, blue collar road dogs, and they're poodles in their nice doghouse. Yeah, I mean, I guess another thing I just thought of, yeah, is like in that three-game win streak. Those were like the first three wins. Like that UMass one was the first home win at Gola, like in the A10 conference. Oh yeah, you're right. So like it was like back to back to back. Like now they have three home wins, but like the first one was UMass. So now hopefully they can continue this winning streak on the road. Yeah, they were pretty good on the road. Like they had, they played decent they, on the road in most situations. I mean, they've only had two wins on the road, but but they played them tight. When was their blowout? Wait, wait. What do you mean? I mean the season. When the we, season. A ten play on we the road. Like Davidson. We lost by fifteen. Oh, that was pretty brutal. <laughs> You're right. Um, that was pretty brutal. Richmond was lost by like that was that, that was, was closer. Than, it was close, but it was I think we lost by like seventeen. That was closer than they said. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, um, but I mean, the way they're playing, I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Wednesday. And then on Saturday, play GW. 
Um, so we Again. play them already. Yep. Um, they're a very good offensive team, but their defense isn't good. You know, we beat them already. So we'll go for the sweep against them. Brickus had a day with the Gola. What do you say? Right. Brickus had a day. Yeah, Brickus had a day. Oh, he was he was cooking. Yep. Um, you know, that was that was a great game. They won 80 to 70. You know, GW though, they're on a 10 game losing streak. Oof. 10 game losing streak uh going into their game against UMass on Wednesday. In those losses, they're giving up an average of 85 points a game, which is Ooh. really bad. No. Um, so who knows what that's up up with in the love to know in the last 10 games what other teams in the country average are giving up 85 points a game because that is not good. But having been that having said that, they still have four guys who average, you know, 12 and a half points a game. You know, Bishop, your boy, who's been there forever. Yeah. He's a stud. I mean, he can score it up. You know, Buchanan's a stud as a freshman. You know, Garrett Johnson's a really good freshman. You know, Edwards. They have guys, but their defense is just not good. Sounds like this could be a high-scoring game. Oh, oh yeah. Last... I mean, just, could you imagine the last game of the goal is like yeah. some pretty overtime game? And like, I could just James imagine. Bishop has 40 and yeah. Burgess has like 35. <laughs> that would be sick. I want pals. I want a lot of pals next weekend. That would be crazy. Yeah, be there. This is it. This is the last year. Yeah, last be time. Here. You know, get there. Yeah, yeah. That's all we have to say about that. Well, I'll yeah. elaborate more later, but um, yeah. So big week coming up, and then you know they're off the following Wednesday, and then they play at Loyola the Saturday, which will be huge. You know, Loyola is really, really good right now. Yeah, they're second place in the A10, twelve and two. So you know, one game at a time. Um, you know, that'll be a big test down the line. Are you um, salty that Loyola is good now in their second year in the A10? I don't know if salty is the word, but it's just like I'm kind of like shocked by it. Like someone yeah. was asking me earlier, it's like, are you shocked by like anything? Not like, like I didn't expect Richmond or Loyola to be top. I was like, if you were to ask me, I would have not thought they would finish top four. No, they'd be like but, middle of the pack. Like everyone else, I'm feeling I'm not too surprised. Like, oh, VCU's four. Oh, yeah. I, I can see, I could see that. Yeah. Oh, like Joe's. Is like seven and seven. It's like, yeah, Billy, you know, like all that. Like, it doesn't of course, really surprise me. It's like they can have all the talent, but if they don't, you know, have the co- best coaching, then, you know, that doesn't surprise me. Right. Yeah. This is, this is proof that I know um, Denzel Valentine is a great head coach, right? True. Is his brother? Yeah. I'm confusing his brother with his. I know Drew yeah, is a great coach. Yeah. You, you I, know, I knew you, Matt, but I had the... No, go answer. ahead. That, that, you're, you're a good Drew fact Valentine. checker. He's, he's a really good coach. He's insanely good. Mm-hmm. but He's like our age, too. But I'm going to change... I'm going to use the other narrative. I'm going to say that Loyola has made the leap to the A-10 successful because they already had a nice arena. I'm going to say that. I'm actually going to... Just, just because of the arena, not because that's of the like, young head coach. I feel like they have good infrastructure... You that's know, what Sister I'm talking Jean, about. You know, they got the higher lords looking after them. They're Jesuits. You know, they fit in. I don't know, but <laughs> I think I, I'm going to say that they the got arena, a lot going on. They got the, the scarves. They like Hogwarts. I don't know. There's a lot yeah. going on. They got a lot of like cool little stuff, things going on there. But I think the biggest thing, one of the biggest things under that's right that. underneath Drew, is their arena. Oh, I think I that's like <laughs> not Sister Jean. I'm saying their arena. Like they were built no, cool. for this. Like they they were built to expand. They were built to grow. So no, not to, not to like point. LaSalle, like I'm envisioning in five years, LaSalle has like 
somewhere, some type of competitiveness of the level of Loyola because of this arena. Oh, I'm t- that's my like, that's like my, <laughs> that's my dream. You know what I mean? So, I, wait, t- so they're going to go up a division because of the arena. They're not just- going to go up a division. I'm just saying they're going to be more competitive than they are now. Yeah, because of the I, arena. Yeah, oh, I think okay. Will be I'm more okay. That's more confidence than more confident than I am. I really think that. I really that hope you're right. Arena lifts like the tide just just lifts all boats. Okay, like all the whole university will bounce. Even if like adding a new arena, it's like. But everyone else has such like. Even though ours is like, even when we had a new arena, does it? How much? Like. How big of an improvement does it make us if, like, some places still have better... Re- like, how big of an improvement does it make us? Obviously, that's unpredictable. I just think we have the ability to attract better recruits. Okay. And With down, the to the, down to the low-level stuff, like, we look better on TV. Like, we have, no, like our fair. student that's section. Like, the, like, there'll be a student section behind the basket. And hopefully they're standing. And, like, hopefully, you know, like, there's... Things- Are you going to go... We're going to go back there? There's a vision. That's what I'm saying. Like Loyola has Loyola, you could tell they were destined to go up another conference. You could tell in the Midwest or the Missouri Valley. Yeah. You could tell that these this team was better than the Missouri Valley or could could scale up. Yeah. You could tell that no, they could scale fair. up. That's fair. LaSalle cannot scale up right now. You could tell that if anything, LaSalle would scale down. But once you build that new arena, once you make an arena that looks like a competent arena in a conference that has a lot of great arenas, then you're, then you're trying to scale up Then you're trying to actually move forward. Okay. That's my, like, that's I'll my just, logic. I'll just take like being like competitive in the A10. Yeah. Like I'll take. I, scaling up doesn't mean leaving the conference. I'm okay. just saying scaling up, meaning they're being playing at a higher yeah. level mm-hmm. of basketball on the court against a A10. So yeah. that's like my like rant. When I think about Loyola right now and how good they are, like I'm, I'm but annoyed the thing, that they're so good so quickly. That, but it makes sense. It makes sense that they're good. It it makes a lot of sense why they're good so fast. They've got the good coach. They got the arena. They have the infrastructure to. But make, does that matter anymore? The arena. Does the arena matter as much if you can pay kids? Like if you have this twenty million dollar arena. Like I guess I was you know listening to you know who on spaces and he was saying like you can have ever kind of facility right. You can pay, spend. You know, I guess LaSalle was what, let's just say, I think it's what, 20 million? Yeah. The thing is, if you're spending 500,000 on NIL, you can get kids. You know, you can, I don't, I still don't think you can get kids with that. But you can get kids with 500. I'm saying NIL makes it different. Because if you can pay kids, if you have 500,000 your NIL for one year, like that's going to. You think they would play in a crappy gym regardless? If the money's good, they would play in a crappy gym. You think they would? If you're getting paid? No. You wouldn't go with the money. Then they get that's no, that's a good question. That's a good question. I I I think you still want to play in a, it's more than the money, which other schools have more. So we should rule that out. LaSalle NIL isn't like the no, top but, dog. But you know so what I'm we trying have to say? Kinda sorta. No. Yeah, no, I understand that money is a big factor, but I think on a, on an equal level is like the facilities and like how they treat the players. Like that to me, you either have to have one or the other. You have to either have a really good NIL or you have to have a really nice like but facility schools have mo- like what but like most schools have both like in the eight for the a10 all these other schools LaSalle think they've all got re- what LaSalle doesn't have both no so I'm, not, have to have no, I'm talking about like the competition like don't all these other schools have really good arenas then like if they have nil like 
I think it puts a leg up. If you're gonna, we don't. We have neither though. No, you're true. True. We need. I guess you're saying that if we you're need a terrible an arena before nothing, you need nil, which if you is have nothing, that's fair. That's fair. I'm saying if you're at the ground level, if you've nothing, we're at. You need to either have really good nil or a good arena, and I don't think we don't have either. Obviously, you're right. You're right. So you have to have at least you're one. Right. So we're gonna go the arena. It's like a fork in the road. And we've got like, there's NIL, sure. LaSalle has a decent, I think they have a good NIL. Someone said it's better than Temple, and which is cool, which I'm sure that'll change. But you got to have good NIL. Yeah. Or you have to have a, you have to like invest in your facilities and like growing the school, growing the program. So that, the, that's the route LaSalle is going and NIL will follow. Um, Hopefully. That's the world. That's the world I see. I don't know if any of that made sense. No, I, I know what you're saying. But like, but, I guess you're saying you, you need yeah. facilities before NIL. I feel like that to me, that's what you mean. Yeah, I think that's, yes. You're, that's exactly what I'm trying to say, Rich. And and yes, you're right. A10 schools are already doing all of this. Yeah, like all There's these A-10 collectives, you hear are, all this stuff and it's like, yeah, we're not off the ground. <laughs> yeah, they're light years ahead in a lot yeah. of ways. So this is like a wake up call. This is Do I need like, to promote, promote, promote? Yeah, this is it. Like LaSalle's making their first big step forward Yeah, to be competitive and to scale up. Like I was saying, they've, they, so like that's the Loyola rant. We'll call that the Loyola rant, and we can talk about other stuff now. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to look at Loyola as a blueprint for how to grow as a small basketball school in a big city. You know what I mean? No, I like it. I like that's it. like the that's the dream: small basketball school, big city, scale up. Okay, a- and I rant. feel like press the and rant. I feel like you and rant button. I don't know. I'm just. I feel like you. I feel like a big thing, like is like they have all that in place and they have the coach. Mm. They have the coach, right? Yeah. It's a Jesuit school. I'm just like make comparison, like St. Joe's, like St. Joe's and Loyola. They're both Jesuit schools. They're both Jesuit schools and big cities, like you know Chicago and Philadelphia, respectively. But St. Joe's doesn't have the coach, right? I feel like they have good infrastructure. They, they can recruit. The they can recruit, and Loyola looks like they have you know all the pieces together, but. You know, that's something, you know, you got to get the coach in place. And that's why, you know, we have Dumphy and hopefully we get the next guy with the arena. But, um, yeah, yeah. So for sure, for sure. It's a, it's a wild world. This, this a 10 world, if Curry were on right now, we'd be talking. If, if Curry Hicks age were, 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 were no, like on he was us, talking about, we, and that's where we, I got my point from. We would have spent like another hour and a half on this. <laughs> it would have been a whole episode built on that, but it's still fun to talk about. It's fun to rant before I, you know, talk about scenarios for, the A10 tournament. As I think I said three or four times on this podcast already, I guess I'll say it another Saturday against GW's last game at Tom Gall Arena. You know, what will you remember? You know, what are some of your, you know, fondest memories at Tom Gall Arena? Uh, number one is Butler, the court storm. Um, Twice. Which, are, which, you know, one day court storms may be. It's true outlaw yeah, with everything going on mm-hmm. yeah with everything going on with filipowski getting injured um oh wait that, really he brought he hurt his ankle that's why oh whole, i know I didn't, I didn't know that i've been he out sprained like, his ankle wake forest, world oh i didn't know filipowski got hurt yeah oh. wake forest students like trampled him um oh, no. yeah so i mean court storm obviously yeah. number one moment in the hit which is crazy it's, that's in the history of tom gola no one can dispute that right rich you can't dispute like that game against Butler was the biggest game in Tom Gola Arena history. You can't dispute that, right? 
I mean, being Villanova. No, you, know, you didn't storm the court. No, I know you're right. No, I, I think you're right. Like that was a big one. Yeah, you know, beating Villanova. Uh, I think that same year was yep. huge. Yep. But I mean, nothing right. compares. That, that, I mean, the, you're right. The Butler one takes the cake. Yeah, and number two might not even be Nova. Number two might be the first round of the NIT that against really Minnesota. Cool. That felt like that was number sick. two, like that dunk by Galloway. Yeah, that was sick. You know, us. You know, eight standing in the student section. And I feel like we appear on flyers, like, you know, if you go to buy tickets, I was like looking on like the ticketing site and like, you see our little thing there. Like we were like, just like stuff like that. Yeah. And memories forever. Yeah. Like, you know, and then I was an alumni, you know, BD throwing the ball, the scoreboard, <laughs> you know, losing heartbreakers against sacred heart. Um, Central Connecticut. It's like, you know, so many little things. Um. I mean, it won't be the same. I mean, it's a one-of-a-kind yeah. arena. You know, you get all the jokes on A10 Twitter about the pool and Boreen, it being so hot in there. And It's still you know, going to be there, though. Same, you know, same format. Gonna, the pool still going to be staying. there, but, like, it'll be different. You know, it's going to be, you know, modernized, and yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. And, uh, you know, these you know games during the week, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, we've been, spent a lot of our time there for, like, probably, like, I'm getting emotional, like half our life there. <laughs> that's that's you know possible. I mean? As students and now as alumni, I've been out like 10 years, like, or whatever it is. Um, yeah. But uh, obviously we spent a lot of time there, you know, from, um, you know, standing there, you know, being a student section in front of it, now like podcasting. So um, from, you know, sitting on the other side of center court. Um, yeah, it's a lot of memories. So, uh, you know, Obviously, you know, bittersweet, but, you know, obviously we're looking forward to, you know, the new arena. Um, I'd have to crunch the math here, but it, were we, did we play on the court more than we watched games on the court? I felt like we spent a lot of time in Gola. That was the only rec on, on, facility. Like, on the center court or like any of the three courts? In the building. Yeah. We played. We played, we played in there all the time. Like, so, I feel like I would play like two hours a day. Yeah, at least. At least. Bare minimum, two hours a day. No, at so, least. Like, but then like. You had to see what the recreational hours were. Right. We were playing. It was but cool. We, we got, got to play in there the a lot. One. We what? got in there. I felt like we got in there like almost more than the team, which isn't true. But but it felt like we got in there a lot, and it might have been more than more time spent played... playing on the court than actually attending and watching games there. How many times do you think we played a year there? Like sixty, at least. I don't know. I feel like it like tapered off. Like the first two or three years, I feel like yeah. maybe like three or one, two, through three. Yeah. What I'm gonna miss is that like. Well, I'm not gonna honestly. What are you gonna miss? I'm not gonna miss it. What? But just the like, eat like you're really close in a sense, and there's a noise level that's kind of different. But I'm not gonna miss that. Like it's it, like the I feel like the noise in there oh, is gonna be different. You're gonna miss to, when you like stop on the ground and the things about to break. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like <laughs> when I yell. Everyone in the building hears you. you can when hear, it's a bowl. On those Tuesday nights, you know, yeah. and the one night when the you know when the you know, they, the screamer yells, you can hear. They definitely can hear them. You yeah, know? I think the bowl will change the acoustics. Yeah, I don't think it'll sound as loud to like an average person, and and yeah. I don't think which is fine because hopefully it makes everybody sound louder. It hopefully makes it a better atmosphere. But there was something about the acoustics in there that were like pretty unique and and you yeah. won't get that in most d1 arenas 
No. Um, you know, the, the speakers, you know, the speakers the floor are with some of the bulbs out. Yeah, all the bulbs. And I feel like um, they have like it's like Gola, like Gola DJ. You know, I mean, I feel like some of the songs, you know, are like 10, 12, 15 years old at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, it won't be the same, but um, I don't think kids are going to be able to play there either. I, I think probably this, not. So that's the renovation means so. kids won't be able to play there, which no. makes sense why they're going to build a rec facility yeah. right next door. That makes a lot of sense that that's in the plans is to build a rec facility yeah. um, because kids, you can't go in there anymore. It'll be like, it won't be conducive to students, which sucks for them because I love the reason. One of the reasons I went to LaSalle is because I could walk into Tom Gola arena and play basketball whenever I wanted. So hopefully students can still do that. Yeah. So there's more memories to come. Like I'm, I can't think of that many off the top of my head. I just know I spent a lot of time in there. Yeah. A ton of time. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's the first time we met, you know, playing yeah. a game freshman year. Yep. Um, you know, now I podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, remember those... the dead spot? There's like that one dead spot. I wonder if they fixed on the that. main court or like one of the side. Ones? It was the main court. It was the first. It was like the basket closest to the entrance. There was a dead spot. I, think right I know there. what you mean. Yeah, it was weird. No, it was I'm cool. sure they it was fixed cool it. playing on there. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, good times. But yeah, so that's a little bit. You know what we'll miss about Tom Gold Arena. Um, with that being said, um, so LaSalle has you know three games left, and currently they're in thirteenth. But, um, you know, there's three teams right now that are five and nine, you know, Fordham, Davidson, and URI, and Duquesne is six and eight and ninth. So Duquesne right now has the bye, but the schedules are interesting. Like if LaSalle, well, you know, knock on wood, I don't like getting ahead of myself, but if they were, you know, to win out, maybe I should like knock on wood or, you know, Go somewhere special to do that. <laughs> but saying that, but um, you know, Davidson has a tough schedule. You know, at at Dayton versus UMass versus Loyola at Joe's, that's four tough opponents. I know. I feel like the magical number, in my opinion, to get the that last spot, which is a single buy, is eight wins. Okay. Um, so that's tough. You know, yeah. at Dayton, UMass versus UMass versus Loyola at Joe's. That's tough for Davidson. You know, URI plays at VCU versus SLU. I mean, more favorable versus Mason. They're good at Fordham. Um, and then Fordham plays versus Mason at Joe's at UMass versus URI. Like, it's the teams with five wins. They have tough roads coming up. And Duquesne plays, you know, us at Mason at VCU, GW. So, I feel like it's that last spot. It's open. It's I mean, crucial. it'd be you know, it'd be unbelievable if we got that. Very you know, not not the highest probability for us, but you know, it's possible. <laughs> so I that mean, means that they would be... play Wednesday, um, or yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, if, if they get that. Yeah, I'm talking about ninth, which would be, I guess, two. Yeah, Wednesday. You're right. Okay, but you know, most likely they'll probably play uh, Tuesday. But I'm saying there's a shot to still get um for that single body, which would yeah. be Wednesday. But there would be the eight nine game, yeah. which. You know, they if they win, they play in the one seed. But I'm just saying it's still up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bergman on Twitter, he's been posting the scenarios. If the the season ended right now where we would be seated, and Rich, you and I were talking about this mm -hmm. at the Gola, at the game today, <clears throat> and it, it 
currently, if this season ended right now, we would play Fordham first. A favorable game. Yep, that's yep. favorable. I'll, I'll take that. St. Bonaventure. I'll take that. Beat them once. It's, it's favorable. I mean, and yeah, if they beat revenge. them, then they go to VCU, which we played tough against VCU. Like, I, yep. out of the I, top I would four, take that. I, I would take, take VCU, right? Yeah. So that's like a really nice road. Maybe it'll stay that way, but you're right. There's still a lot of games left yeah. for all this to get sorted out. Hopefully the chips fall that LaSalle has a nice road. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I feel like that's the most favorable, but I'm sure it'll change. Um, yeah. It'll change by then. Yeah. So who knows what it'll be, uh, you know, going forward. <clears throat> but um, I guess anything else you want to talk about? Um, back to like the arena stuff, like, okay, as soon as this last game at GW is over, like we've been told they're, they're starting, like this is happening, right? Like the next, like right away, like that was her, S1 was asking me that today, like Monday, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know, Joe, um, if, uh, <laughs> you know, when, you know, the hard hats are coming in or, you know, going to demo or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know when it's starting. I would, I mean, you would, I, I hope the sooner the better. Yeah, because you know, it's gonna. They have a lot to do if they want to get this done by November. Yeah, this is a plea to them to LaSalle. Like, can you give us some hard hats? We'd love to help. Like, I'm not a union worker, but I would love to help. I mean, I'll I'll sign up. I was, you know, I once, you know, might have went on strike. I was about to go. You know, right? Broke a forklift, so I might be qualified. Yeah, you're a forklift guy. If you need a forklift, (laughs) Rich read the manual Uh, to be a forklift operator. So you've got that going for you too. Um, but my, my main point here is, um, we went on a road trip to Richmond, as you know, we saw VCU play now Siegel center is very unique. I feel like this is follow me here. Go ahead. There's a lot of similarities between what Nicaragua, please, please let me, uh, continue my, my thoughts. Um, when I think of the Siegel center, I think of an arena that looks really awesome on TV. But when you're there, it's not that big. It's not that big. It's like, you know, a nice bowl. If if LaSalle can yeah, replicate I'm right, that. I'm right, I'm right. If LaSalle can replicate that, they've accomplished their goal. You look at a VCU game, that thing looks like the Coliseum in Rome. If LaSalle <laughs> can make a bowl that <clears throat> has a camera angle that's close up, <clears throat> there's always crowds. You, you you keep that camera low. You don't go up, you know, seven rows. And there's always people. You're going to create a product on TV that's desirable. Right. That's and we're going to get a Friday 10 I game. I where we're going there. We're going to get a Friday 10 game. You think so? I'm just Friday saying Friday 10 that, against Joe's. That's why yeah. Bernadette was at the building. When was she at the building? Was it against Joe's? Yeah. It was nationally televised. Bernadette right? was like... If this is good, you know, I heard there was like 3,147 in attendance. Maybe next yeah. year with a new arena, I'll put yep. on Friday 10, you know, yep. better than Fordham and Duquesne, which belong to like Comedy Central. Um, I'm really excited because Osh understands that. Like what I'm yeah. saying is totally in his mind. He's building an, he's, they're building an arena that's going to look really good on TV. And that's like half, that's half the battle for like getting that's people pretty, to no, want to come. I, I wasn't thinking about that at all. Have you noticed that we've been doing whiteouts? Blackouts, mm. this out, that out. Yeah, right. We're uh, we're coordinating. That's not my world. But that makes all the sense in the world. They're they're coordinating you're like right. experiences your that, world. that make the games desirable. Right. So you're, you're right. gonna see that 
They've already mm, started like pretty good transitioning the game day experience. And so the You're arena right. view and like that, that bowl sense. is going to be a big part of that too. So like, I'm really excited for that. If they can just keep that camera tight, like you're going to be literally looking at like, I feel like Rose Hill, the camera angle's weird. Can we avoid that one? You know what I'm saying? I feel like St. Joe's is kind of weird. Their camera angle is a little weird. There's to me, they look they They have the same setup, Rose Hill and Joe's. Yeah. The I don't way like the those camera. arenas are set up the same exact way. And I feel like I've said that and no one really, I feel like no one else says that. But if you've been to Rose Hill and Joe's are set up the same exact yeah. way. If you look at the Loyola, same exact way. I think they have Loyola, the same exact architecture. If you I think if you if you look at Loyola, the camera is good. I feel like Loyola's gym, that thing is tiny. Gentile is not big. Gentile. Yeah. Gentile. Right? It's called Gentile. Gentile. Oh, not like Gentile or Jew. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like in the Bible. <laughs> um, that arena is small. But the camera, you wouldn't know it. You would you have no idea if the camera yeah. looked in it. No, that's like, a good point. That's a really good point. Name that's another good. one like, like Bucknell. That thing is not big, but I feel like on camera, it looks big. Like Bucknell, that's like a bowl, and it's not that big. There's a lot of there's a lot that you can unpack when you have a bowl arena. Like you can do all mm -hmm. sorts of stuff. So the students behind the basket I don't like have to that. worry like about sitting point. down. There's no right like people. Mm -hmm. No, you really. This is good. This students really good. don't want to sit. Students don't want to stand because they're afraid people can't see. They remember that people were yelling at us that one time when we went yeah, but, back. But, but, but our students in the student section aren't aren't standing because of that. I oh, actually they, no actually no you're right you're right. There's some right. old cranky people on the left and right. They're like, sit down, we can't see. And and that's because they're standing. No, but I feel in the like middle. the students and the students in E3 aren't standing because of uh, if you're closer like no to one's the standing action, at all. No, none of the students stand in general. I don't think yeah. it's worried about like, but I feel we, like there is that's a that's a top priority to get them to stand. No, I, I agree. I agree. If you're behind the basket, I feel like you're more likely to stand because there's no you're not blocking anybody's vision. But like it. Students at Fordham don't stand. Do what? they? Did you what? You must have not watched the Duquesne game. Were they standing on Friday? They were going crazy. Oh. They were I shirtless. The it was like the shirtless there. crew. But like before that, they weren't they weren't standing until last year. Yeah, what happened? Like they started winning and they had like a right? They had like yeah, a yeah, um, right, you're right, you're right. They didn't you're experience right. That's Rose true. Thrill. That was coined, right? Had they always call it Rose Thrill? I don't think they always Not call until it last Rose. year. They got right, Ergo. That's fair. That's fair. I, they got Ergo. That was a bad point on mine. That was horrible. <laughs> I'm the experience guy. You're the you're the stats guy. Yeah, I'm the numbers. The number cruncher. <laughs> I just know that nope. that's a big piece here that we're ignoring. Yeah. It's the it. product. It's it contributes to the overall product. So I'm really excited to see what this bowl looks like and how it looks on TV. Not just, like, I might even stay home the first night of the game. No, I'm kidding. No, I might baloney. stay home. Get below. That's baloney. The That's the biggest lie I've ever heard in my life. The glaze. You're I'm not going to stay home. home. I'm going to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to the glaze. I don't want to go to the glaze. Whatever. I'm glazed over. No, you're not. That's no. the biggest lie I've ever heard. No. There's another rant for you. I'll be so excited. I, I've done two rants today, I think. You're going to do a third? I was on another level today. Yeah. You're excited. Nuts. Yeah, three three games in a row has me on cloud. So where's nine. the third rant? Three games in a row, you only did two. So what's what's the third rant? Third rant, um, ah, uh, I got nothing. Okay, um, so before we wrap it down, we wrap it up. I guess I should say, um, I just wanted to have a little special shout out to everyone in Virginia. Oh yeah, who, you know we had a good time. 
you know, going to at VCU and, you know, like you said, you know, like you made a really good point about um, Seagull Center because it's a very like intimate kind of setting, but it looks so much different on TV. But like that being said, yeah, I want to thank everyone, you know, from um, Bandit Barbecue on Twitter, you know, David, um, Connor Bailey. Like we had a really good time. And Ian, um, our host. Your host, you know, seeing the Richmond game, you know, that was really cool. We had a really good time, you know, going to ZZQ in a good barbecue spot. Um, yeah, we had a really good time. So, um, yeah, I would recommend going to, you know, if you're going to go to Richmond for a basketball game next year, if you can do a doubleheader, uh, I would totally recommend it. And, um, you know, the one spot at VCU was really cool. Uh, what was it called? Urban Village? Something like that? Urban? No. Village, Village? Village Cafe. Village Cafe. Okay. We love recommendations. That's the best part about road trips is because yeah. we get like th- we get like 50 plus recommendations and we get to sift through them and be like, ooh, that one's a good spot and that one's like we get to choose, pick and choose and stuff like that and we get to experience the culture. That's like the half the battle. I don't like... Yeah, it is cool with the culture. It's crazy. It's all over the place. And it's like different from Northeast than it is in Virginia. So being able to, you know, experience that and gather those recommendations, we really appreciate it. It's gravy if LaSalle wins. Like we've already had a great trip. Yeah. And that would just be like the icing on the cake if LaSalle can win a road game (laughs) when we're in attendance. But um, no, I agree, Rich. Like, thank you all. Richmond is a great place. And I will easily, very easily go back again if given the opportunity in a heartbeat. And I flew down the highway. I was like, you're we gone. We got you're there in falling. record time. Yeah. Um, but well said, Rich. Well said. Thank you. Um, that's all we got. Anything else? No, that's all I got. Deuce We're, Jones, 52. Yeah. Dropped 52 right. in his senior day. It's another great point. So, hey, we got one guard in the hopper that's going to make a contribution right away. Yeah. Trenton makes the world takes. Um, can't wait to see him in blue and gold. It's going to be great. Um, like we said, last game of the goal, make sure you all come out, at least watch it somehow on ESPN+. Plus. Um, a lot of memories. And then it'll be the Glazer. The Glazer. It'll be the Glazer boys. I don't know. Maybe. Uh... No, I heard rumors that um, there's going to be a lot of alumni, former basketball players in attendance next right. Saturday. So, uh you know, if you want to see, you know, former basketball players of LaSalle alumni, I heard uh, there's going to be some in attendance. So, you know, yeah. get yourself to the goal on 3-2. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. All right, Rich. Well, it's a great day to be an explorer. Fight on.